Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode on your favorite Web3 podcast, Inside the Hive with Fizzy. As always, I'm your host, F to the E, E, Z, Y, and welcome to episode 31. Now, this is like a step forward, you know, we are trying to um, aim on like smashing and reaching that milestone of episode 50, definitely before the year runs out, and we're taking it one step at a time, with you guys by our side, listening, sharing, and as well, you know, recommending friends to join the high family. Now, I don't know if you actually listened to my recent episode, episode 30, where I had Danny Yak, and we actually talked about how Web3 gaming could bring about adoption to crypto. Now, that's like a hot take, and I really, really enjoyed that podcast, and I feel you should as well go back and give it a listing if you're here to. So coming down to today's episode, guys, this episode is going to be an up close with the team at Wise Token. Now, Wise Token is a token that's actually on the Ethereum ecosystem and they've got lots of products which they're actually building. And I'm pretty, pretty excited to having them come speak on my podcast. Now, we're going to be having the CEO of Wise Token, Peter, and he's going to be joining us right after this short break. Don't go nowhere. I'll be right back. Hey guys, and welcome to welcome to episode thirty-one. Uh, like I said, I have the Wise team. I've got their CEO here in the studio with us. Um, Peter, mind saying hi to the audience? Hey, uh, everyone! Thanks for having me on. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, um, mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so, I come from a military background. I joined the Army in, in uh, 2007, and I have been in the Army ever since. I just actually transitioned out um, last year. Um, started off as a combat medic, and I did that for four years. I was also deployed to Afghanistan during that time. And then when I got back from Afghanistan, I became an, an officer. I went to OCS to become an officer. And then I branched a military intelligence. Um, so I was a military intelligence officer. I also um, do real estate. So I have a real estate portfolio. And um, that's my background. Around 2016, I started looking for places to invest. And that's when I discovered crypto and blockchain. And um, blew my mind. So I started learning more about it, and I just went down the rabbit hole and and never came back. And so, uh, that's that's how I got started into crypto. So wait, you literally mean like you're in the military? Yes, yes, I am. How were you able to like combine you know military um, service and crypto? Like you know, you need to be like two four seven in crypto. Well, after I got back from Afghanistan, I was part time in the military, so in the National Guard. And so, um, you know, it was one week in a month and then one month in the in the middle of the summer obligations. Um, and so that means that I had to have a civilian job. And so I was doing real estate investing as my job during that time until the, about the end of 2016. And that's when I started uh, pivoting into into uh, cryptocurrency. So um, doing a lot of things at once for sure. And and uh, you know I didn't make it my twenty years in the military. I w- I did fifteen, but uh, just because of the obligation for you know building the Wise ecosystem and 
um, you know, the, the military requires a lot from you too, even if it's part-time. So I made the decision to transition out so I could fully focus on, on what I was building here with wise just this last year. Okay. Okay. Um, so literally, could you tell us about, um, wise token as well? What you, what's the project all about? Sure. Yeah. So it's 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 a pretty large ecosystem actually, and the parts are one Wise token, which we launched almost three years ago, and then we have two decentralized applications, one of which is live right now, and the other is launching in a month. And the idea is for these decentralized applications to use their fees that they earn on the platform to buy and burn wise, which causes deflation and uh, and you know provides the value for the wise token itself. Um, wise token actually has a, a very unique um, just base value because we are the only token that I'm aware of that is backed by ether and that has a price floor in ether. Uh, most tokens they're they're not backed by something unless they're a stable coin you know stable coins if they're good stable coins are backed one-to-one with us dollars but rarely do you ever see a cryptocurrency that, that is backed by another cryptocurrency like bitcoin or or eth so ours is and the way that it that we did that was we had a very large raise in 2020 uh, we had a 50-day auction and during those 50 days, we had almost 10,000 unique wallets that sent uh, almost 60,000 ETH totals, 57,900 total ETH, which back in 2020 was worth $41 million and is worth a lot more now. And they so they sent this ETH to buy the tokens. And it was a very fair launch. Um, there's no team wallets. There's no treasury. There's no rewards wallets. Uh, even me, myself, I had to buy uh, tokens, you know, with my own funds. I didn't get any for free. I actually sold my home and converted that money to ETH to invest in that 50-day auction alongside other investors. So we raised a lot of ETH and then we used that ETH to create a massive uh, liquidity pool on Uniswap. And that's the wise Ethereum uh, pool on, on Uniswap. And then we locked that pool forever so that it could never be rug pulled. And so because there's liquidity that is locked, cannot be rug pulled on Uniswap, um, that uh, gives WISE a mathematical price floor because you can mathematically determine, you know, if everyone were to sell WISE into Uniswap so that all WISE was on Uniswap into that ownerless pair, what would be the price? Because actually, if everyone sold their WISE right now, um, the price would only go down 5% and there would still be 28,000 Ethereum in, in our in our pair. Right now, there's about 32,000 ETH in our, in our pair right now. Um, so that's, that's how the, that's how the price floor was created. And right now, our token is uh, something like 13 cents and the price floor is 10 or 11 cents, something like that. So so we're very close to our price floor in Ethereum. And um, that's, that's the token. So the reason I told you all that is because I wanted you to understand that there's like a base value to the token itself that's found in this Ethereum and the, the Ethereum is, is housed in, uh, on Uniswap in that pair. And then through the 
through the fees generated by our applications, that provides further value because that money is used to buy and burn wise. And so that means more Ethereum gets locked into the pair and uh, you know the, the price goes higher and there's more ETH that's backing uh, all wise as those uh, profits funnel in. Now we aren't we aren't making millions of dollars in profits yet because we just barely uh, uh, you know started launching our two products that we've been building for three years now, and the first one of those products that is live now is called Liquid NFTs. The website is liquidnfts.com, and it's a it's a site where if you have a blue chip NFT like a CryptoPunk or a Board Ape or an Azuki something like that. You can use that NFT um, and take out a loan. So you can borrow against the value of your NFT in Ethereum or, or in stablecoins. It's fully decentralized from end to end. So uh, you know, it's a made up of all smart contracts, decentralized smart contracts. And um, of the fees that are paid by borrowers, 90% go to the lenders and then 10% is platform fees. And of course, the platform fees go to buying and burning wise. And then the second um, the second application that was not live yet, it's on testnet right now, and we're launching in about a month, is called Wise Lending. And so this one is a much bigger protocol. It's our flagship protocol. And this one is a yield farming and lend borrow sites. Um, are you familiar with regular lend borrow sites like Aave or Compounds? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, um... Okay, so so I love Ave and Compounds. They're great. Uh, you know, Ave's doing very well. They've got eight billion dollars uh, of of money on their on their platform, um, but it's not as efficient as it could be because of that eight billion dollars on Ave, four billion is being borrowed, and then four billion is just sitting there and it's not earning anything. So we have uh, we have built upgrades on our lending protocol where there's 100% capital efficiency. So if so, any capital that isn't actively being borrowed gets farmed out to other protocols like Ave to earn their APY. So, um, so are you literally saying like that you guys don't have any reserve funds or you guys put all your money to work? Exactly. We put all our money to work. And so that doesn't mean that the money's not available because, uh, you know, if if a borrower borrows on our platform or if the lender wants to get some of their money back, it just gets pulled right off Ave or, or you know, wh- wherever it is sitting at the time. And okay. uh, and this is, uh, you know, 100% capital efficiency. It, it'll give us a little bit of an edge on APY. And then there's another thing that is a much cooler feature. It gives us a big edge in APY. And that is something we call power farms. Um, so Aave is just a simple lending and borrowing platform. And the yield is created only by the demand from the borrowers. Um, there's uh, the, the only thing that you can do on Aave is you can, you can deposit one cryptocurrency as a lender. And then as a borrower, you can borrow another cryptocurrency versus the collateral that that you've already put down. That's cool, but that's it's not a lot of things that you can do. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do in DeFi. There's yield farming opportunities. There's the Curve protocol, for instance, has great pools that some of them have really good APY and uh, and zero and permanent loss because they're all stablecoins. There's cool things that you could do with your Ethereum because there's staked Ethereum. There's protocols like Pendle who will uh, help you to achieve like 15% APY on your staked Ethereum 
because they have this really unique thing where they split the the staked ETH token in between the principal token and then the uh, the yield bearing asset, the yield token. So there's all these cool things to do, but you can't do them on Aave because the money on the on Aave has to stay on the platform, and you, and and all you can do is borrow against it. So we are not just a lending and borrowing platform, but we're also a yield platform on top of that. Because when you when um, when you deposit collateral, that collateral is not just being used by our borrowers to just borrow simple cryptocurrency one cryptocurrency versus the next, but we've also built on top of other platforms like Curve Finance and Pendle Finance so that uh, those borrowers were, will be able to place money on those protocols as well. So um, so for instance, on Pendle, you can get 15% APY on staked Ethereum, but that's without leverage. On our platform, since we're a lending platform, you can apply some leverage to that. So you can, three, you can get 3x leverage on your ETH, 5x leverage, uh, um, sometimes up to 15x leverage, um, and it's a zero impermanent loss scenario, meaning that you don't have to worry about getting liquidated because you're borrowing ETH to supply staked ETH. Um, so those assets are correlated to each other. Same thing with stable coins. You can leverage stable coins from our platform to add to stable coin pools on Curve that are getting 6% APY now, but if you multiply the APY, you can you, you can get a much higher APY by applying that like kind leverage. So that's that's what our platform is all about. So we're gonna be able to uh, achieve a higher base APY for our lenders than Aave does. And um, we'll have these unique opportunities for borrowers that want to use our power farming strategies to be able to leverage up their stable coins or leverage up their ETH to um to to multiply the APY that's provided by by some of these other platforms. Um so that's uh that's how the protocol works and uh we're very excited about it because uh, you know it, it's not um it, it's not just like a fork of Aave or a fork of Compound with our you know bootstrapping token slapped on for some extra awards. Actually Wise Token has nothing to do with the protocol itself that we don't use Wise Token for rewards. You get rewards in the native currency that you're that you're uh, yield farming, whether it's stable coins or or Ethereum. And um, the the connection to Wise is just the fact that the fees that the platform is making go to our DAO, and those are used to buy and burn Wise. So it's all connected to Wise, but it's not. It doesn't uh, rely on Wise for any type of rewards like you see at other places. Okay, Peter. Um. That's you just like did a little bit breakdown about your whole total ecosystem, and that's really really cool. But that's why you're the CEO. <laughs> so, um, I really want to ask, like, who's on the team right now? Like, how many people are on the team? Um, so right now we're actually running a skeleton crew right now of about eight to ten people. Um, we had as many as fifteen, even twenty people. Um, but because it is being a bear market, we had to, you know, go back down to kind of a lean team just to preserve the capital. Uh, we're not VC backed because if we were VC backed, then all the revenue from the platform would be, you know, that'd be going to VCs. Um, my model is I self-funded this and this so that the money that's earned by the platforms can go to buy and burn wise and increase the value of wise forever. So that's, 
that's what I want to happen, but it's only going to be possible if I self-fund it. So we had to go down to a little bit more of a lean team. We have a really strong developer team. Uh, we got our lead lead developer, Vitaly, who also uh, works, works with Bitcoin.com on their decentralized exchange. He is also the one who created the contracts for Decentral Games, which is a very successful, very large um, uh, ice poker gaming ecosystem and uh, generates millions of revenue, never had an exploit or anything like that. Um, he also teaches, my, my lead developer also teaches Solidity Code um, on weekends. Then I have uh, who I call my German scientists. Um, so I actually have two German scientists. One of them is a particle physics major and the other one is a math uh, PhD student. And they uh, also learn solidity from my from my lead developer, actually. Um, and now they are expert level developers, very well versed in security and uh, very cool because they provide that that math angle. Um, because when you're talking about money and when you're talking about lending and borrowing protocols, it's very important that, that your math is on point, especially if you're not just copying, but you're actually innovating and creating your own protocol from scratch. It's very important to have super skilled people on your team. So I, I'm very um, you know, blessed and happy that I, I was able to attract these people onto my team. And, um, you know, we, we started forming the team in 2019 and that was before it, be, um, developers became real, a really scarce commodity. So I, I, I was lucky to have, be, uh, created my team back then when there was still some really good people that weren't, uh, you know, um, creating their own projects or now, the really elite devs, I mean, they're either creating their own project right now or they're working for like Uniswap or Coinbase or something like that. It's really hard to find um, those uh, elite level skill sets now. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really happy for my team. So besides those um, Solidity developers, we have some more full stack developers. We've got React developers that are just amazing. Um, you could check out our websites and see the smoothness of it. And, um, yeah. you know, it's very intuitive. And uh, yeah, that that kind of rounds out our team. So you guys literally are eight on the team. Yeah, yeah, right now, yeah. I, I want to talk about the launching. So I read on your website that you guys actually like um, the liquidity pool on Uniswap was actually funded with proceeds from like fifty days um, launch event, and then you said like there was no VC or why? Why really did you guys not want to have VCs on your project? Just because the the whole the whole point of the project is to allow the revenue to 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 be pumped back into the value of the token by buying and burning wise. Um, so if you look at any other protocol like Aave, for instance, if you buy Aave tokens, you you're not uh, like the Aave tokens aren't getting value from the the fees of the protocol. The fees of the protocol go to the Aave team and to the investors and the and the people that own that. They're not owned by the token holders. Where in 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 the Wise ecosystem, um, indirectly they are. We can't we can't um, let we can't use the fees to just like airdrop on people that have Wise tokens because then it would be a security. Um, but by using the fees to buy and burn wise, it's it's a it's an alternative way to put money in everybody's pocket. Because just like how Ethereum is now deflationary, Ether is now deflationary because of 
a piece of every transaction is burns. That puts money in everyone's pocket because it, it's making ETH a scarce asset. Uh, same thing with us when we use our our fees to buy and burn wise. We're putting more ether uh, on Uniswap, which puts money in everybody's pocket that that holds wise. So, so literally, how, how is, is the thing getting paid, or how you guys actually getting funded? Oh, I I I literally had to self fund for the last three years. So it so I'm I'm the sole creator and funder and owner of of everything. And that's the way it had to be because it'd be pretty hard to find somebody to uh, invest when you're turning over all the revenue to the DAO. Um, okay. So, okay, is that why you sold your house? Yes, yes. 100%. <laughs> you literally sold your house. And where did you get to stay? Where did I get what? Like, where did you get to stay? You stayed with your friends or you went back to family or how did you do like? Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm renting now. I'm renting. <laughs> <laughs> That's really crazy, man. For real. Like, <laughs> you sold your house. If it's, if it's down here in my, <laughs> okay, let me not go with that. But like, I literally, like, I see that you actually had a, a very great vision for your project. And I'm really, really impressed, to be honest. I actually learned like you guys bought um the keys for your liquidity and i'm like who does that like 120 how much is the liquidity again sorry uh it's over 100 million dollars right now yeah. it's like 110 something like that it depends on the price of eth obviously but yeah it's it's the biggest pool on uniswap version 2 and if you include uh version 3 it would it's the third largest pool next to uh eth bitcoin and then eth usdc but eth bitcoin and eth usdc those are just like those aren't projects we're like by far the biggest project by a factor of about 10. yeah but it's is this like your first project like this is literally your first project ever first crypto project yeah yeah wow i mean you know, it, <laughs> like uh i think i think i took a lot of skills that i learned in the in the army as an intelligence officer understanding you know uh macroeconomics that helped me understand tokenomics um you know in crypto and then just as a business person myself who was running a bunch of uh rental properties as airbnbs um you know you just just get a get an understanding for business you know uh, cryptocurrency is not that hard to understand it's simple supply and demand it's creating an economic system and uh what i was trying to do with wise and the, what we have done is we created a very sound uh, economic system and you know we, we we don't have like our products are just launching so we don't have the revenue to power that yet but the fact that we launched two and a half years ago and our liquidity pool is still the number one liquidity pool on uniswap today two and a half years later i think that just shows you how good our tokenomics are and then once we start having profits flowing into the the tokens market cap it's just going to be very clear to people that this is a very sound economic system. And that, that is 100% the goal. Yeah. Like your community as well is quite, you know, robust. Um, not really some kind of like DJ players. It's, it feels like they are real investors who are trying to believe in your, um, this but I want to ask now, literally, we're literally in the beer markets. How's it been for you and your project? Um, well, it's tough, but but also uh, we weren't getting attention in the bull market either. Uh, <laughs> Are you because, serious? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but um, 
people would rather gamble their money on a, on a meme coin than than uh, put their money in an investment that's going to make them you know a lot of money over ten, over five or ten years. You know, there's like people people want that uh, get quick. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's hard to. Uh, it's hard to compete with that attention, especially when you've got, uh, uh, you know, other tokens that are like they may be a flash in the pan and they may, may only last a little bit. But if they've got the marketing, they got people shilling, you know, it's it's uh, it's kind of hard to, uh, to to compete with that stuff. Now, when we launched our token. I mean, we were trending on Dex tools for a week. We had tons of volume. We uh, we went up to a 350 million market cap for our token. We had like at that point we had uh, you, you know our our Did token. Did you just say like, 350 million? Yeah, 350 million dollars was our market cap. And that was back in 2020, back when the whole market cap for all of DeFi was only two billion dollars. So this this put us top 50. Um, I I think maybe even higher at that time. Um, it was kind of hard to see because you know it was so volatile. It jumps around. A, a lot but yeah people people knew about us for sure two and a half years ago i mean when you're trending on deck stools for that long um people uh people notice but um but you know very quickly people lose attention and then jump onto the next thing but the yeah. difference is uh here we are two and a half years later and we're still the biggest pool of liquidity and now we've got one and almost two d apps that are ready, set to go, and uh, once that money starts flowing back into the in, into the Wise token through buying and burning, I think uh, we'll we'll get a lot we'll get a lot more interest because um, you know very few people who set out to build something in crypto um, are able to create a profitable product. It's really difficult to do. Um, and you know, if we're able to achieve that, which I believe you can, you know, you'll be able to see within the next few months here, then, uh, th then that's a really, a really amazing thing and nothing beats consistent, uh, consistent revenue. You know, uh, most of the money today is created through like VC raises or hype or like selling a token or something like that. Yeah. Um, but if, but if we can create it from real revenue, from an actual service that people can use, then, uh, then we're here to stay <laughs> for sure. Okay, let me ask you, Peter. Um, give me like a rough estimate of uh, like total revenue your project, like your ecosystem could make in a year. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, um, so liquid NFTs, I'll leave out for now. That one's it's too subjective. Um, it really depends on on so many things, and it's a niche market because we're talking about only blue chip uh, NFTs. So let's talk about wise lending. Um, so wise lending is a direct. Uh, factor of how much total value locked we get on the platform. So from about $0 to about 50 million total value locked, well, probably up to about 100 million total value locked, the platform will earn about one and a half percent of the total value locked. So that means if we have 100 million on the platform, we should earn uh, $1.5 million per year. And then as it as it gets bigger, it it's it's harder to get one and a half percent, and you get more like one percent. So if we got like uh, three hundred million total value locked, then I would expect that to um, generate about uh, three hundred or excuse me three million per year. And then if we got a billion, that would be about ten million generated per year. Okay. Um, so so just like uh, for perspective, Ave has eight billion. 
There's a lot of other lending protocols that have somewhere between 20 million and 100 million. Our um, our break even points where where we could pay our debts and, um, and break even would be if we um, if we had uh, 20 million total on the uh, on the platform. And I'm expecting um, significantly more than that. Like I, I my my personal goal is somewhere between 100 million to 300 million total value locked on the platform by Christmas time. Damn, you guys literally are making some nice money. So this funds that you guys are generating, it's literally going going back to like bonds and buybacks and also to the wise DAO. Am I correct? Yeah, so uh, we we don't we don't have bonds or anything like that. It it goes to the DAO and then uh, and then it the primary purpose of the DAO is to buy and burn wise. Um, okay. So there's a. Yeah, we also have a DAO token that's that's uh, that's called Wise R, um, and and so so not all the money is going to be needed to buy and burn Wise because we only need to buy and burn Wise to neutralize the inflation that's paid to uh, to stakers to make us deflationary. So so you know it's it's uh, it's dependent on the price of Wise and then how much revenue we make, how much of mo- of the money that goes to the DAO is used to buy and burn Wise. And then the remaining is uh, just just profits for our DAO token holders. Well, I think um you, you did you make mention about Wise Lending launching very soon? Oh, I think I saw it yes. on you guys' Twitter. Yeah, yeah, we're on Testnet right now, and um we're we're opening it up next week actually for our community to uh, jump on Testnet with us and 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 play around on test nets and we should be live within you know as as early as three to four weeks with the base uh with the base protocol and then the the power farms which are the ones that allow borrowers to achieve higher apy by multiplying the apy from the other protocols like pendle that's going to take a few more weeks so that's not in the day one of launch but it'll be soon after like one month after um till we start seeing power farms being launched okay okay uh i, I guess i'll be following up on you guys Twitter as well because i'm pretty excited to see um wise lending um blowing up and doing well as well well i want to ask yeah. you a question oh sorry go mm-hmm. ahead uh, yeah, so my goal in creating this ecosystem from day one was to uh, was to create something that's safe for everyone to use uh, because I, I'm not competing with other cryptocurrencies, especially not meme coins that are just, you know, saying, you know, we're going to 10,000 X or something like that. I'm I'm competing with the banks. I like I want this to be a safe place for people to put money, um, even if it's even if they're really risk averse. Because on my platform, you can put your stable coins and you can earn safe yield on your stable coins. And then if you want to take some risk with Ethereum, for instance, that's a place where you can deposit your ETH and, and, and earn good APY on your ETH. That's way better than you're going to get in your in your bank accounts, you know, if you have US dollars in your in your bank accounts. So this I'm really excited about this because this is this is the main product that I wanted to launch since we started three years ago. And it is just, you know, an alternative to your banks, just being able to have a good um, a good a good thing to invest in and to put your money and to earn consistent yield that is created from you know safe uh, decentralized 
uh, uh, platform. So I, I'm super excited about this. This is what I set out to do three years ago. Oh, I'm pretty, really excited as well. Uh, kudos to you and your team because I know it's not really been easy. Couple with the fact you're in the beer market, like you said, you guys weren't really that hard eyes on you during the bull market. And now the beer market is kind of like crazy as well. But um, yeah. would you guys say, are there like any sort of like marketing campaigns or any sort of, or you guys are just basically growing the project organically? Yeah, we, we have a, uh... Uh, we, we just raised a hundred, uh, actually $200,000 for our community. Um, half of it is for it to pay the devs through the end of the year. Um, the other half is for, is for marketing. So yes, you'll see us, um, on many different places and on many different Twitter spaces, um, in the next month or so. And yeah, we, 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 we're pulling out all the stops there because this is our, this is our flagship product. So we want everyone to know about it. Um, so we're investing, uh, pretty much our entire bankroll into into the launch of Wise Lending. Yeah, big kudos to the team. But I want to ask again, the transparency like your team literally shows, like you guys are so 100% transparent and it's very, very commendable. You know, unlike what we get to see where people have seen lots of rug and all, how did you bring about that trust um, with your community? Yeah, to me, to me, transparency is super, super important. Um, the first cryptocurrency I got into was a complete scam. <laughs> I, um, I, you know, I lost some money, and it was one of those. It was one of those um, multi-level marketing things. So, you know, my friends and family and loved ones, some of them, some of them lost money because they uh, they invested as well. So that was so embarrassing and so eye-opening to me how how easy it is to um you know get scammed and uh and you know when things aren't transparent um just how bad it is and i don't even want to uh build something where where i'm the good guy and people can trust me because i'm doing good things no i don't even want that i want to build a system that's Im impossible to do the wrong thing because there's there's good people in the world, but sometimes even good people do bad things. So I, I don't even want the chance of that happening. So that's why we built everything decentralized. That's why um, you know I'm not in control of the money. My team's not in control of the money. We only build decentralized smart contracts. And it's, and it's very important to me to, to keep it that way because that's what crypto is all about. That's what blockchain is. The ethos of blockchain is trustlessness. Um, so why would we build something where you still have to trust somebody to do it? But do you think like, um, do you think like um, crypto really like we trust ourselves in this space? Looking at how um, influencers have taken advantage. You saw what um, the Ben token pie soap. Sorry, I don't know if I yeah, that well. yeah, that's that's really yeah, that's really disgusting to me to uh, uh, to be honest. Um, like, uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm all for uh, meme coins and the and uh, the money that that it provides people. You know, I invested in Pepe when it was very early. It actually launched. Um, uh, you know, on my birthday. So holy um, shit, you invested I, yeah. in Pepe. Yeah, I invested in Pepe and I made a lot. There's nothing wrong with investing in memes and stuff like that. But the thing is, um, you got to understand that that it is a meme. And so when somebody like like you know Ben dot ETH, um, you, you know, will we'll say that, uh, you know, send, just send money to my wallet and trust me, bro. Um, that is not cool. 
uh, and 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 the fact that so many people sent him money that's just gross to me. Yeah, um, it just uh, <laughs> it's like that's not that's not what this is about. This is like steps backwards. This is not going to help us onboard people to crypto. The the twenty million dollars that that was raised there that's now sucked away from the market. That's now hurting the markets uh, because that money is not going to be spread out. It's not going to go back to those people. Um, and, uh, you know, it's being hoarded by just one person instead of, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. Like it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't have been done in the first place. And there was a lot of people that, that stood up against that. And I'm glad, but unfortunately there's just too many people that are just willing to gamble. And, um, and that's just the, the state of crypto right now. So people are just going to have to learn. That's uh, the the difference between a good investment and a bad investment. I know, like I like I I came into crypto, started doing it really heavily in 2017, and so you know that was before DeFi summer. So we had this first wave of this new wave of people that came in in 2017, once Bitcoin and Ethereum really started uh, going high, and then they learned their lesson in DeFi summer after we had all those you know Ponzi's. Uh, launching from yield farms and it started with sushi uh, and then all these other ones and uh and that first wave learned their lesson but now we've got a second wave of people that have come in and that's the nft crowd that came in in 2021 so new younger group of people new group of people that didn't learn the lessons that um that uh, the first wave did but now I think with all these meme coins and and losing money and um, so many NFT projects being rugs, um, I think I think now people are starting to learn. The second wave is starting to learn now. So I think the positive of all this is that there's more people in crypto now than there was when I first uh, got started. But unfortunately, it comes in these waves where we've got these huge bubbles. And then a lot of people lose their money and there's a lot of scams and a lot of rug pulls and then it kind of shrinks down again. But we're st it's still bigger than the last one. So whatever happens with the next wave of people that come in, I'm sure we'll have a big bubble again and I'm sure that'll pop. But then we'll, that'll, there'll still be more people that uh, remain. So, you know, it's a very volatile market, but we're still onwards and upwards. So are you trying to say we're going to uh, expect the bull of coming next year or so? I don't expect the bull run anytime soon. I'm prepared for another, Yeah, I'm I'm prepared for another six months to one year of pain. I I don't trust this um this uh th this pump that we've been been having since January. Um, I think if you look at the greater macro market and if you look at smart money, what, what smart money is doing versus, um, you know, retail, you can see that we're kind of stacked up on a house of cards right now. So I, I, I like my six month outlook for the market is definitely bearish. And, and, and by the way, uh, it says we got one minute and 45 seconds left. Um, just, um, just yeah, I'll definitely, I'll call you back right now. Sorry. Okay. Hello everyone. Um, sorry, you had to be cut short from the first recording. We had a little problem with our recording platform, and so we had to split it into two different forms of recording. You're about to listen to the second part, and I dearly apologize for any inconvenience this has caused you. Hey guys, welcome back. Sorry for that. Um, little bit of um break. Um, we got rugged actually. But 
Um, Peter, I wanted to like ask you um a question. So how connected do you uh how connected are you with your community? Like, do you get to pop on the community like on Discord, or you get to interact with them on Twitter, or you literally don't communicate that much with the community? Yeah, I'm extremely connected with my community, um, primarily through Discord, but also through Twitter as well. I have another community member that stepped up and is actually running our Twitter now and um, is actually on on the payroll. Uh, his name is Jay. Is probably, uh, you know, you've talked with him and um, he runs the main accounts. But I also have my personal account on Twitter and, and, and I interact with everything there, too. And, you know, this this is a huge improvement on what it was before, because, you know, um, all the way up to the 50 day auction and uh, until about a month after our launch, I was making YouTube videos every single day. I mean, I live streamed on YouTube 50 days in a row during during the 50 day auction. We had thousands of people come in to watch and, you know, and, uh, and it was really cool. Um, but then after we launched our token, now we had to build our products and that was a very difficult thing to do. And I was pretty much heads down um, with, with the dev team for two years. So, so I didn't do so many tweets. I wasn't uh, providing uh, updates on, on a regular basis. You know, I was still there. If anybody pinged me, I was there. But I think that was one of my biggest mistakes I've made in all in all this three years of building the projects is not being out there every single day connecting with the community, because the community is so powerful and the community is the one that that uh, provides so much social value for the project in a very real and tangible way. Uh, you know, if if the community feels like it's dead, well then the project is is going to be pretty much dead too. Um, but that's changed significantly this year, um, and you can see uh, you can see on Twitter. You know, uh, we're blown up on Twitter, very engaged. Um, I do multiple announcements per week, like three to five announcements per week on Discord, and I'm there constantly. And part of that is because most of our development is done, and that frees up my time to be able to do these things and connect with the community on a daily basis. And then the other part is just because I realized I was making a huge mistake in not uh, putting in a lot more effort to to be with a community. So yeah, you can definitely find us on Discord or Twitter very easily. Yeah. So this is so you're actually admitting that community it's quite pivotal, like it's quite important for the success of any project, be it DeFi, NFT, or whatever. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, it's quite funny. Like most devs don't really think about the community because they just feel like if they could get, um, let's say, some influencers on board, do a little bit of marketing, do a little bit of, you know, they feel like that's how a project gets um successful and it's quite the opposite. And to be honest, I'm really glad you are acknowledging it today. Uh, give, I give you credit. I won't lie. But I also wanted to ask as well, um, is is it possible for other projects to join your ecosystem, you know, to join the WISE ecosystem? And what really would it stand to like gain? Oh, sure. Um, so the yes, yes, absolutely. We want to uh we want to encourage other projects to build decentralized uh things and we want to help as many as possible too. So uh, you know, part of the revenue once we start making it is going to go to a grants program so that so that we can assist other projects in launching good uh good real products and services but the easiest way for anyone uh no matter who you are to to join our ecosystem 
is if you have a token and you've got liquidity for that token, your liquidity is probably your token paired with Ethereum. Well, the, well, you can simply join the WISE ecosystem by swapping that Ethereum for WISE and making your token pair, your token paired with WISE. And what that will do is it'll route all your uh, all your cells through through Wise token. So when somebody goes to sell your token for ETH, they can on one transaction, but it routes it through the Wise token pair because your token is paired with Wise. And the reason you would want to do that is because of our price floor in ETH and our small market cap. So you already get the benefits of ETH's price going up. Because when ETH goes up, WISE goes up as well because uh, we're backed by ETH. But you'll get the additional benefits of the money that we're pumping into the ecosystem through our two decentralized applications. And that is going to have a pretty large effect. Like we, like earlier in the call, we talked about um, how much total value locked it would take to, to start creating millions of dollars. Well, right now, our market cap for WISE token is only $15 million. So if we're making millions of dollars per year, and that is going to buy and burn WISE token, that will have a significant effect on the token. And if your token is paired with WISE, then you are going to receive that benefit as well, um, just automatically. And so uh, what I want to do is I want to create an, an ecosystem of great products and services that have tokens that are paired with WISE. And every time someone joins that ecosystem, you get to piggyback off of the success of the WISE token products and everyone else's products that, that is also paired. Because if we're all linked to WISE token and we're all pumping value into uh, into, into WISE, then, uh, then we're gonna grow a very um, strong uh, community and a very strong token. So that's that's the goal, and and I want to have grants programs where pe where people can actually win grants for their projects, so we can help them with developer resources and uh, grants to be able to do these things. But we don't have that amount that we don't have that level of revenue yet. So uh, maybe hopefully by the end of next year, we will have enough money flowing through the ecosystem that we'll be able to set up a grants program to assist other people in joining Wise. And then in the meantime, if if anybody uh, wants to pair their token with Wise, that they, they they can. We just had a very large partnership with the Hourglass uh, protocol. And they have a token called Wait, and they paired over $100,000 of liquidity with WISE uh, for that very reason. And they're looking into, um, you know, doing a lot more. Um, so that's that's how you do it. And I, I'm very excited. That's kind of like a phase three. So we had the phase one of launching the token. Now we're having phase two of uh, launching our products. And phase three would be growing our partners so that our ecosystem as a whole uh, becomes bigger. But, but when you talk about liquidity, like what's the minimum amount of liquidity a project could, you know, have uh, that would make them be able to join the ecosystem? The, um, there, there's no minimum because even if you pair one dollar with Wise, uh, with your token and Wise, you're paired with Wise. But the thing is, you know, now if Wise ten x's, well, now you've got have ten dollars. Um, but that would be very, very different if you paired a million dollars of liquidity with Wise and then Wise ten x's. Now you're in a much better situation. So the more liquidity you pair, 
the more benefit you get, but there's no threshold as far as like we, uh, you know, if somebody wants to pair $20,000 of, of liquidity, you know, we'll welcome you into the ecosystem too. And, and, uh, and collaborates. I'm, I'm all about collaborating with uh, great projects and it's completely up to them how, how much, uh, how much liquidity they would want to pair. So talking about collaborations, like what solid, um, could you mention like projects um, wise token actually have partnership with, uh, um, you just mentioned them, Hourglass, like are there any yep. other projects? Uh, yeah, so we have a partnership, so we have a liquidity partnership with them where they, uh, where they pair their token with our token. And then I'm also an advisor on their boards. Um, and so w- uh, one of the things that project is doing is they're launching a, a, uh, a TV show that's going to air on Amazon Prime next month. It's called the next crypto gem, and so I'm going to be part of that for the season two, and I'm also an advisor to their to their incubator company as 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 a whole. So it's a really strong partnership there, and um, you know I, I'm open to any sort of partnership, and uh, as especially if it's a, a project that is doing you know decentralized things like like we are, and that has a good ethos and is and is doing right by their community. I'm I'm very happy to partner at least in an advisory role, and uh, even you know help deploy some resources too, um, just so that you know we, we should all band together and, and grow together. Um, the the projects that are you know good and decentralized and doing good things for DeFi. Well, that's but but wait, why? really does your project do you guys like have some kind of like ambassadors or you know some kind of influencers you've worked with or you guys are literally waiting for when you are going to begin your marketing campaign like later this year before you guys could onboard all those into your project well i mean we've got we've got we have influencers within the community and then our marketing plan for wise lending involves some big organizations like the bankless podcast and uh and some other big magazines and news sources um so uh so so you know i i hope that a lot of other influencers pick us up as well just because we're a good product um but but yeah we we, we do have great great resources just within our own community um for that kind of thing too yeah okay um i've really really enjoyed you speaking peter i think i got some clarifications and some stuff i've been you know wanting to ask about um why stoking but before i would let you go i literally just have like two questions for you um one really is how did the name wise come about like how did that name just pop up on inside like he's like okay i'm gonna name this project wise ecosystem wise like how did it come up well, I spent a lot of time and actually, you know, with the community's assistance, um, trying to, you know, figure out what we should call our brands. And, you know, before before I landed on WISE, um, we were talking about calling it the bank token because, um, like, what I'm trying to do here is create a decentralized alternative to banking that is, that is much more yield, much more higher APY than, than you can get with regular banking. But bank bank has such a negative connotation in DeFi that that we decided that wouldn't work and so instead you know after um trying to find like a simple brand name we we decided on wise just because you know wise uh we, we want everyone involved with wise um for, for it to be a wise investment for them you know investing in wise is wise and we and we want to have wise <laughs> 
people in our community and, and, and we want to share knowledge and educate people as well. So I think it's a really good theme. And uh, I like our logo as well. Our, our logo was a, uh, a competition in the very early days. So oh. I'm glad how it turned out. Some kind of like community contest, right? Yeah, it was a community competition. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, that's quite funny. And it's, it's amazing. Like you get to like choose it, like you get to allow the community big. Now, on my last question right now, it's literally centered around the whole crypto market. So what's your take about the sex, um, like the securities and agent um, exchange commission, you know, suing Binance and Coinbase, like what really is your take on that? Yeah. So, I mean, we've known that uh, the SEC is evil and out for their own interests for a long time. It just hasn't been uh, it, it just hasn't been confirmed until until like the the Binance and the, and the Coinbase uh, attacks and the, the SEC lawsuits. So the SEC has purposefully, um, you know, not given clarity, not protected the, the people and they and are just after their own gain as an organization to have power and for Gary Gensler himself to to just climb the ladder politically as as well so we we knew this but uh it wasn't really confirmed to, until now i think we've been in a bear market for so long now that um you know we didn't see a massive crash and i think that is because um, you know, the, the only people that are left, it's are, are, are kind of holders, you know, we've shaken a lot of people out. Um, so I, so I think it's, it's a negative thing, but, but also I think that, um, that you know, we, we will get those regulations one, one way or another, like we are progressing forward. And just the fact that all this drama has, has started, um, now, now you can't go back. So, so I, so I like that we are progressing forward and I think there's enough good people in high places. And I think there's enough funds being raised to uh, lobby for, for these issues that, uh, that we are going to go in, in the right direction and that this is going to progress the, the space forward. But, uh, these next two years are kind of critical times, um, for our entire industry and they're kind of tough because there's there's people warring against us that would love to see crypto snuffed out, but uh, but but that's not going to happen. So I I I don't have a positive outlook on the market for the next six months. But in if you ask me, two years to four years, I have an extremely high uh, uh, expectations for for crypto because the technology is is necessary. It's it's what we need, and it's it's a huge revolution, and and it's a huge. Um, upgrade over uh, over what we had before so that in the end the technology always wins they couldn't stop the internet uh you know they're, they're not going to be able to stop blockchain technology either so it's just a matter of time and we just got to kind of weather the storm and um just keep building and just keep um you know holding our crypto assets and <laughs> it'll, it'll even while in the deeps yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah, well, I just wanted to ask. Sorry, I'm asking lots of questions. You know, they just keep on popping in my head and while we're going on. So I wanted to ask: it's um, is why token actually listed on any um centralized exchange right now? Um, yeah, we are, but they're only like tier three exchanges. Like we didn't pay, and they just listed us just because. So we're on like Hotbit and a couple other ones. 
Um, of course, it's very easy to buy in Uniswap since we have all that liquidity. Um, we have uh, like we have a relationship with KuCoin as well, where the only thing we would need is to come up with like it costs like six hundred thousand to eight hundred thousand dollars to get listed on KuCoin. And so right now we don't have the revenue. Um, like it, it, it wouldn't be smart to to use that money, even if we did have it just for a centralized token listing. But now that our project is launching, after we start gaining some traction, um, then we will strategically um, start getting on the, the bigger exchanges uh, with KuCoin being the first of those things. So it's just a matter of time. Okay, so you guys had it. If you actually want to like um guess your um wise token, it's available on Uniswap. That's where you could get more liquidity, and you guys could like buy more, more, more. So um yeah um thanks a lot, Peter. Thanks for coming to um speak on my podcast. Thanks for giving us a little bit breakdown about what you guys are using on the wise ecosystem, and you know your forthcoming events. I wish the whole team success. Like always, I'm rooting for you guys. Uh, my notifications are always on as I always turned on, sorry. But before I let you go, could you please like drop your Twitter handle or, you know, any of your social media handles so in case people want to reach out or follow up on your project? Sure. Yeah. So for Wise Token, it is at Wise underscore token. And that's the main account. My personal account is called the Wise Admiral, and the at handle is at Peter Gurr, G I R R. That's my last name. Um, and yeah, follow us on Twitter. You can find our discords from, from there as well. And uh, really appreciate the opportunity to speak here. So thank you. Yeah, as well. I'm rooting for you guys' podcast with Bankless as well. Yeah, so it's not going to be a podcast with them but we'll have advertisements so they do like 45 second produced ad, uh, advertisements um and then uh you know that's that that's pretty exciting to me though because bankless gets 1.8 million downloads per episode so pretty cool yeah <laughs> very soon you guys actually it's going to be at sponsor of my podcast as well awesome so glad to have you peter i wish you a great day ahead and to have uh, today's Father's Day as well, so happy Father's Day. I don't know if you have a kid, though. Yes, I have a two-year-old daughter. I appreciate that. Happy Father's Day. Are, are Do you have children? Nah, I'm still young. <laughs> Literally in my middle 20s. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so thanks for coming up. See you some other time, man. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah.